Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. Kim on a win. Mark, I can imagine. I'm going to take a guess here that you have won several Emmys. I have won two Emmys, in fact. Okay. Thank you. Now, so I have one Emmy. Okay. Um, but I, I just have to, before I talk about this story with ESPN, I don't know if you've heard about this whole situation because it's, it's laughable. But can I just, like, gripe for a minute about the Emmys? Please. Okay. Feel free. Because I don't think that if, unless you're in the, the media business, like TV, whatever, <clears throat> I don't know that you would realize this. So you have to pay this semi-hefty due to even be a member of the Emmys. That's even... the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences Mid-America chapter. Yes. Yes. So you pay, I don't know, it's like 100 whatever it is to be a Probably. member, to even be eligible for the award, okay? Then let's say you do a story and you're like, wow, I'm really proud of that. You have to pay quite a bit of money to enter that to even see if it wins. Then you have to pay like $200 to actually go there and take that award. I mean, well, it ends well, up costing to... like $300 <laughs> yeah. to win some stupid award. Like, I think, <clears throat> let me just say this too. I remember I went to, I won that Emmy in Nashville. And I was at the, the award show maybe the year prior or something like that. And the morning team that I was, I was on the morning show at the time, and they won this this um, Emmy for a story that they did with like some flooding and a school bus was there and all the kids were trapped. I didn't pay to put my name for the entries, right? They all did. I was like, I am already entering other stuff. I'm not paying for this. Well, that won. <laughs> so the little clip that they showed for for the winning entry was me on on camera but doing you the didn't report. Get but the I Emmy. didn't win the Emmy because you because didn't. Because I didn't pay to win the stupid trophy. Yeah, I'm not. I, Great. I'm proud of my Emmy. I'm sure you're proud of your Emmy. I'm not trying to knock it or downplay it like it's not a big accomplishment because I am proud of mine. But the whole stupid Emmy system to me is like just backwards. Yeah, I don't know if it's changed over the years or not. It, it is. It's always nice to be recognized by your peers yes. in, in the industry. But it is a it does. a. I mean, it, it's expensive to participate in. Channel four always paid our entry fees. Really? We never had to individually pay to enter something. Now, management got to just pick and choose what was being entered. You couldn't just enter everything. Mm-hmm. You could rec- you could make suggestions on stories you'd done that you thought should be entered. And sometimes you had a say in it, and sometimes you didn't. Some, And then you had the opportunity to, to submit additional entries on your own if you wanted to, at whatever yeah. the cost was. Um, <clears throat> and, and then you ha- had to pay extra to get the 
the the uh, statue at the end, didn't you? Yes. In some cases? Yeah. Yeah. I know the Missouri Broadcaster Association's like that. You have to pay. If you win one of them, you then have to pay to get one of the plaques if you want it for yourself because the station usually would keep it, the plaque for themselves. Like, did, didn't I already pay to enter this? And the people who were reviewing it, because I've done that too, they ask for volunteers to watch these yeah. entries and decide. It's not like I got money from that. So it's not like they need additional money to pay for that. Did and you you're ever already judge? paying for the dinner. Yeah, I did judge. You judged them. Yeah. So, so they would uh, pick people within your region. I think the Mid America Emmys covers three states. Is it St. Louis? I have no idea. Um, I know City. Arkansas. I know Arkansas was involved in in the region. Um, so everybody would submit. You'd have small market TV, mid market, large market, so that you didn't have people in St. Louis. Because believe it or not, there was a time in the television business when. The, the television product in St. Louis was significantly better than what you'd see in Little Rock, Arkansas, or Springfield, Missouri, uh, or Columbia, Missouri. And these days, that's not necessarily the case um, because they're hiring people directly out of uh, KOMU and Mizzou onto the air at Channel 4 mm-hmm. or, or Channel 2 or Channel 5. So, so things are a little different than they used to be in terms of that com- competition, but it's so subjective. You could be sitting there uh, as a volunteer watching these stories with a hangover and be in a very bad mood and then just pick one story over another because you didn't like that reporter's hair. I mean, right. there, there's no standard for how you judge them. It's basically just a likability contest. Right, you do it at right? home on your laptop at your convenience. That doesn't mean that they're not they're not quality reports. They weren't, you know, well done. Maybe this one had a little bit slicker editing than that one, and that's why it got the nod instead of this one. There can be so many factors, so subjective. I mean, it's nice to say, I'm an Emmy Award-winning reporter, but it's your peers that have kind of picked that out, and, and it's very it's a very subjective award. You I mean, could it's have nice gone to, to school have. with somebody and yeah, been like, oh, I, that's my friend. I'm going to vote for her. It's nice to have. The, the two Emmys I have... Our, our bookends at home. They've cool. got, and they've got dust all over them, probably. I mean, <laughs> Mine's honestly. In my they, basement. They, they're they, they are now dust collectors, and it is what it is. It's yeah. nothing I walk around and Very brag about. Very stabby as well. People are <laughs> yeah, like, why don't are. you display your Emmy? I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Put it on a book? I mean, I, where am I going to put that? I Bring don't... it in. No. <laughs> put it behind you. Yeah. yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Well, apparently ESPN was so desperate to get Emmys that they went on this 13-year scheme where they used fake names for ineligible honor talent and then they would essentially scratch out the name and make sure it was re-engraved with the correct name and I, have you ever heard of Nate the lawyer 
on yes. YouTube. Okay, I've yes. never heard of him, but I was I looking I for have. sound on this, and I found this soundbite from him because I like him. Listen to him. What? So, so, so they submit fake names. <laughs> Erase those names, and he grave them with the real people's names. And say, hey, you want an Emmy? Wow. How would you not? So if they're doing that, how would you not, as the talent, realize I wasn't even nominated for this? T- tell me for a moment how how that's possible. You mean, so in other words, they they did submit a story, but the names of the people involved were different than the actual person reporting the, the piece? They used similar names with like similar um, initials. Just so they could so- enter more, have, have a... Uh, the ability to possibly win more Emmys? No, they were ineligible. So the it says that the hosts were not eligible to be honored for the Best Show Award uh, because this is for College Game Day. They were not eligible until last year, 2023, because there are separate categories for individual awards. So what they did was they changed these honor talent people's names, put them as a an associate producer, and then when they would win, they would just oh, change the name. Change so for back. example, Samantha Ponder, Stephen Ponder. Oh, So close enough... Well, now you're assuming Desmond that Samantha Howard, didn't Dirk feel Howard. like Steve that day. She may have identified as Steve have. that day. That's right. true. Right. Chris Fowler, Chris Fulton. Hmm. They think Aaron Andrews actually may have won one under this, too. That was just slightly different than her name, Eric Andrews. Uh, I'm I'm so done with ESPN. Um, the only reason it, it's ever on my TV is because uh, they're often the outlet that airs the University of Kentucky game. It's not on the SEC network. It's on ESPN. Um, but I never watched their programming in terms like Stephen A. Smith. I think he's a butthead. And I watched, I've watched him get into it now with uh, Jason Whitlock, who hosts that podcast with T.J. Moe, in fact. Mm-hmm. Jason Whitlock's brilliant. Um, I can't stand watching Stephen, Stephen A. Smith. I, I, I can't. They're, ESPN's just gone woke. It, it, it's completely woke. Well, now they it's had crazy. to return 37 trophies. As, were, of, as of now, they're that's, still investigating. That's a good point, Carl. Wow. There could be more. So 37 trophies they had to return. Their punishment including that they had to return them. A one-year ban from the Emmys for senior leadership along with two individuals. Um, and there's this one guy who's with senior leadership who was ineligible for future Emmys. But it's funny to me that they're saying there's no evidence that Honor Talent was in on the scheme. I'm, I don't believe that. I think that when you... Maybe maybe Here's network level, you don't even realize that you're eligible for an M. I don't know. Here's the question: If they listed on their resume that they were that they'd won 15 Emmys, oh, you know whether or not you deserve that Emmy or not. You or, or you're being dishonest. One of the two, right? Yeah. I mean, now they've got to go change their resume, change their Twitter. Go look at LinkedIn. Go get one of their resumes and find out. That'd be easy enough to do, right? Take off those last two Emmys. You've won 13 (laughs) Emmys, not 15. Not 15. It's not like you get more money if you get an Emmy. It's not like you you go into contract negotiations and you say, I won two Emmys last year. No, and they go, you, here's another $10,000. That, that's never happened. No, it doesn't happen with money, but you might use that as leverage to be like, I am an Emmy. Like I remember being excited to be able to put that on my resume, or this is embarrassing, but to like change my Twitter at the time. I don't even know that it says it now. Probably doesn't, but like that was exciting at the time. Yeah. This it, is like 25-year-old It's Tim. somewhere in my bio for this radio station. I remember mm-hmm. I, I went to an event one time and they pulled my bio down off the radio station website and I realized it hadn't been updated in a while and it still mentioned the Emmy Award winning TV reporter. I, I mean, it, it's an accomplishment that I think we should be proud of, <clears throat> but 
it's there's a lot of just stupid stuff that comes along with that yeah. that is not talked about yeah. often. And here's the here's the bottom line: um, an Emmy and about seven dollars will get you a cup of coffee at a fancy coffee place like Scooters or something like that. <laughs> Right? I, do, I do like scooters. I wasn't going to say Starbucks because I personally don't spend money there. But, yeah. It, it, so, in other words, it's, it sits on the shelf and it collects dust. But uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You'll find it. mine I in don't. the basement in its box. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad uh, there's a little bit of, um, you know, retribution or, or consequence there for ESPN for lying about that. They, the embarrassment hopefully the guy the that did it, the people that did it, have been fired. Right? Because ESPN is notorious for firing people. Yeah. That person should be fired for for journalistic fraud. You're lying to me. Yeah. We know that. Ethics. Maybe ethics. Yeah. Get more at 971talk.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.